guys. Welcome to another episode of the Mimosas with Moms podcast. I'm your host, Abby Williams, and today I am joined by my Instagram friend, Tiffany, from the Life at Tiffany's blog. Tiffany can be found on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Life at Tiffany's. Tiffany shares her journey of raising a gifted child and navigating the world of homeschooling. Her unwavering determination to help her child thrive is inspiring and something to be celebrated. I'm so thrilled to share her story with you all. So, hey, Tiffany, welcome. Hi, Abby. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining me. I'm so excited to talk to you about your motherhood journey. So kind of tell us a little bit about what's been going on over at Life at Tiffany's. Well, um, I talk about it a little bit um, yeah. on my blog and on my Instagram and stuff. But um, so I homeschool my profoundly gifted child. Yeah. Um, we've been, I guess this would be probably our going on our third year homeschooling. Yeah. Which is crazy because he's six. So <laughs> it's been it's been a journey. <laughs> yeah. So then he was pulled out of public school when he was he was three. Three. So yeah. he was three turning four. Yeah. And um, which is normal in Ontario where we were living at the time. Um, yeah. They have junior kindergarten, yeah. which starts the year that kids turn four. So he's a late birthday. So yeah, he was he was a little munchkin and he was so excited to go off to school. And yeah. <laughs> and then uh, so he was only in school for a year then. He was in school for like two months. Really? Yeah. So yeah. he so we started him off and you know, they do they're great. They do all these like um like you do the kindergarten open house in yeah. like February of that year. So yeah. um Which you know, is we, pretty typical here in the States too. Yeah, yeah. So and they do a couple things where the kids can go in and meet the teachers and you fill out all the questionnaires yeah. about, you know, like what do they like and what do they not like? And we're like <laughs> we're like, do we put that he likes the periodic table? Like is that is that yeah. weird? Or we're like, but that's what he likes. So, okay, yeah. scribble it on. And we kind of mentioned to the teachers, we're like, you know, it's a play-based program, which we're really excited about. So yeah. we just want them to come and play and hang out with other kids. Which and I think is like a lot of the point of kind of the preschool stuff, right? It's more totally. socialization, learning how to like stand in a line and sit down on the carpet for circle time. And, exactly. Yeah. Cheer, be around <laughs> yeah. other kids. Like, so that's, we went in with really low expectations. We were like, right. he's going to go in. He's a super social kid. Like he was always the kid that like, would you know run off and play at the park at like you know two years old he'd go up to kids on the playground and they'd be like okay what's this baby doing but yeah he was always really social so we were like this is gonna be great he's gonna go but we gave them the heads up we're like just so you know he's reading read a couple chapter books this year because we didn't know he was our (laughs) first kid we were just like yeah you know whatever you might see a little weird things (laughs) but just roll with it you'll be fine Yeah. yeah And uh, were the teachers looking at you like he's doing what? <laughs> they were. They just kind of. I think there's. I. I think they probably thought that when we said he was reading, like he recognizes the word cat. Like yeah. I think that's kind of what they were expecting. So they were like, "Yeah, okay, it's not super. Yeah, that's great." But yeah. I think too, they maybe thought we were a little bit not all there. Like, <laughs> 
these people think that their kid is so great and <laughs> exactly yeah. so they were really super professional and polite about it but you could yeah. like I was like yeah if someone came up in hindsight I had yeah. no clue at the time but in hindsight if someone had come up with me I would be like yeah sure lady <laughs> but um he came home and the first day he came home crying yeah. which I mean we were like yeah it's your first day it was overwhelming but he was just yeah. like it's not over yet and we're like, what do you mean? He's like, we didn't do school. And we're like, yeah, that was it. You you go, you play, and you come yeah. home. That's school. Yeah. And, like, we had kind of talked to him a little bit beforehand. About, like, the expectations. Was, exactly. Yeah. Because we know that expectations are huge to manage in our household. Because yeah. when your brain is so active, yeah. you have a lot of time to think about what you want things to be like. Yeah. So it kind of, we kind of just sent him and he was still looking forward to going. So we didn't really mention anything right off the bat because we were like, those teachers have so much to deal with. Like, <laughs> we're not going to be those parents yet. Yeah. So, but then he started resisting going in the mornings yeah. and yeah. we were like, okay. And that's so hard. That's really hard. And they say that it's normal, but it was, what wasn't normal to us was that he had been really looking forward to going and wasn't having a problem going. And then all of a sudden he was really resisting and he'd been in karate. He'd done library groups and stuff like being away from like, yeah, I was a stay at home mom, but he had absolutely no problem going off with other people. So for him to go from not being shy, wanting to go to, it was just a really big flip and it happened really quickly. Yeah. So we started talking with the school and we were like, hey, you know, can you, can you just let us know what's going on? And they're like, oh, well, we haven't really had a chance to talk with him. He's really quiet. He just kind of sits in the quiet area and he doesn't, he doesn't really want to join. He'll join for a little bit if we invite him, but he's not really socializing. And to me, that was a huge red flag for him because he's a very loud, very obnoxious kid if he's comfortable. <laughs> right. So we were like, okay, so something, something's it's off. It's also like kind of odd that that was like the structure of their room. That like, had, no, it's okay. You're allowed to be like isolated. So <laughs> yeah. So that yeah. was kind of a red flag to me because yeah. I was like, he's three. He doesn't right. really know what he can do so the fact that no one like and they did I guess they said that they did reach out but they were kind of just like okay whatever letting him take the lead that's how the play-based program works in Ontario is um they even like have like free-floating lunches and stuff yeah so like they can eat whenever they want but for a lot of kids they don't have that self-regulation yet at that age to know that I'm hungry so they just melt down instead so I mean like the program has its pros and cons, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, for us, that just, it wasn't working. So they ended up, so right within like the first week, I think we started calling around to see if we could get a um, a psychoeducational report. Yeah. Um. So they could meet with him and tell us his IQ, but also see um, if there was anything else that, if there was anything out of the ordinary that we needed to worry about um, because it wasn't working. He was starting to get really anxious. Yeah. And within the first couple of weeks, like Sunday night, he would just like come down with like sick. He was sick. He would be warm. Severe, severe case of the Sunday scaries. Yes. And I had never heard of that before. So yeah. I was, of course, extra freaking out. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, they were like, yeah, that's normal. Kids are always sick on Mondays because they don't want to come. But then 
Tuesday, you force them to come because you realize Monday they're fine. So I don't know. We had, again, first-time parents, very naive, very easygoing. So we didn't really know. Um, So we scheduled uh, a psycho ed, but no one wanted to take him because he wasn't four yet. Yeah. So I see that a lot, like in my practice. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it was totally fair, but we were, we were like, okay, we're really struggling. Can you book him in for we need something when he's four? Yeah. So they ended up um, booking him in for his fourth birthday, but so we still had like almost two months to wait until then. So the teachers kind of did some of their own little things and we had a little meeting. Um, and they were like, yeah, like his reading level is like fourth grade, but then he just like stopped cooperating with me. And I was like, yeah, because he's probably he really bored. bored. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yeah, I had him read this list of words. I'm like, yeah, he, if you hand him a textbook and he'll read it to you and you'll be like, oh, okay, like he, he can, can read. read. Yeah. But again, you're not going to get a three-year-old to cooperate to a lot of different kinds of testing because he's also a three-year-old which is probably like really hard because he's got like typical like three-year-old behaviors with an advanced brain exactly you know what I mean and that is like my biggest thing when people are like exactly and so when people are like what's giftedness like yes it is characterized by like a higher IQ but honestly the asynchrony yeah is the thing that gets you at the end of the day because you have this kid who's three but six but 20 yeah and you're yeah. like what do I do with where them? do I put him I can't put him with the 20 year olds <laughs> no of course not yeah. yeah so we ended up going through the testing and so they was... found out like his IQ score and they told yes. you that you have a gifted child yes and you guys pulled him out of school and we pulled him out of school which yeah everyone was against. It was not recommended <laughs> at all. They told us, you know, you just need to I find... like the professionals or who by, was telling so you not to? By the, by the psychologists yeah. who tested him, they were like, yeah. find a different school, basically. Yeah. So they were yeah. like, go to a private school. So they gave us some suggestions. They gave us some suggestions for school boards that had um, like gifted contained programs, but they didn't start yeah. until grade one. Right. So we still had two years because kindergarten isn't mandatory um, yeah. where we are. So yeah. a lot of services don't start until they're six. That is so late. And, and you hear so much about early intervention. Yeah, right. Because it, it does. It sets them up. So by the – if like looking at my kid now, if I had waited till now and he was just going along in public, he'd be miserable. He yeah. would be so miserable and the anxiety would have been – Well, like you would probably be miserable as a result, like just pulling 100%. your hair out. Like what am I going to do with you? <laughs> 100%. And then you don't have bond when you're both frustrated right. with each right. other. And that's right. not – yeah. So, yeah, we pulled him out. And we did interview private schools and yeah. called school boards. But homeschool just ended up being the best what we had to do. Yeah. yeah. So, but like, how hard is that? Oh, it's so so hard. <laughs> um, so especially because like, is he now on like levels that are above where you are? Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. So, like, um, how are you homeschooling <laughs> this child that's now smarter than you? A lot of help. Yeah. A lot of help. Um. So we had. So we just moved. So we're kind of uh, in limbo right now. But 
um, before we And moved. you moved because of his Be- giftedness. Because of his giftedness, yes. So yeah. my husband actually had to do, when he was about 18 months, my husband did an entire career change. Yeah. Because we, re- we realized, like, we couldn't send him to preschool. Yeah. Um, so my husband was like, hey, if I change my career, I can make more money. You're going to have to stay home for a few years. But again, we had in our mind that public schools have to accommodate kids with special needs. I know. And they do. <laughs> they it's do. Not always, it's not always to the best of. It's not. It's, not. it's still like limited, right? Exactly. They yeah. only have so many sources. I know. I know. And you really have to like stay on top of them. It's so much work. And it's a you lot know, of work. if you're not on top of it, like you will fall through the cracks, like regardless of what end of the spectrum you're on. Anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Anywhere. And a lot of parents don't have the time or resources to advocate for their kids. And it's really discouraging when you go in and you ask for help and mm. they either tell you that the research that you've read is wrong or <laughs> like straight up. I had, I had, I've had people at, at schools tell me like, oh, they all level out by third grade because they're bored. Or they're not getting what they want. Like your IQ doesn't change that much. Right. It's it's that's a good point. Level out, and or we got you know acceleration is terrible. We we know kids never turn out well when they get accelerated. I'm like, whoa, I got accelerated. I think I'm okay. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I I you know I there's studies. There's a 40 year study, the study of mathematically precocious youth, that talks about how acceleration is good for the right kids when done the right way. Right. But it's not always done the right way. So. And it's probably very like individualized as well. You know what I mean? Like what works for your child might not work for the next child, but that's why it's called an individualized education plan. (laughs) Exactly. And I think, I think it's expecting a lot from professionals to be able to know like all of these different and there's no specialists in the school systems anymore. They usually have, a, at least in Ontario, I'm not familiar with where we are now in Alberta, but yeah, you know, you have, you have your learning resource teacher and you have your early childhood educators and you have yeah. your teachers, but they're expected to know everything. everything. And that's a lot. I know. It's like, kind of like that here in the States as well. And it's like, you talk to teachers now and you're just like, I don't know how you do it. Like, I don't know why you would go and be a teacher anymore, which is like horrible <laughs> to say sad. out loud, right? Because they love but I'm kids. like, they're, they're not like paid for all the things that like all the different hats that they're expected to wear now. They do like they're so not much. just teachers anymore. No. They're social workers. They're specialists. They're, you know, they advocates. Have to do it all. Yeah. And I just, I don't know how you are doing it. <laughs> No. And yeah, they're so special people. Shout they really the are amazing. They and that's the thing. It's it's it felt like every time I was going in, I felt like I was expecting so much of them. And I, I felt too like I was taking their time away from another kid in the class that maybe didn't have a parent who was able to advocate for them. So I just like I'm one of those people who just like the guilt was eating me away. So I was like, let's just let's just do it on our own. We yeah. can do it. We'll yeah. figure it out. So, so we, is this like your long-term plan now, though? Yes. So yeah. originally we went into it with, let's go until he's in grade one and he qualifies Yeah. for a little bit more help. Which and is so, now, right? Yeah. And so when we started, yeah. So he'd be, uh, last year he would have started qualifying for some of the more specialized programs. Yeah. So um, 
what, when we originally started looking at moving to Alberta, the reason being was that they have um, charter schools here. So they yeah. actually have a gifted charter school that's just full of children who yeah. are in the top 2% of IQ and they're specialized training to work with those kids, which sounds That's really cool. Like the yeah. dream. Right. So um, that like was like an amazing experience probably. Just having those peers, right? Yeah. So that was our plan. Um, But as we moved along with homeschooling and we were, he worked with a science mentor for a little bit um, and he worked with a math mentor for a little bit. And by the time all was said and done and we had bought in our house and stuff, we just realized that even, even in that environment, he's just still too, he's too far ahead at this point. Really? So even even giftedness, right? It's yeah. like any other thing. There's a spectrum. Yeah. And so there's, you know, there's the 90th percentile gifted, which a gifted school is perfect for. Right. Um, because it gives them enough depth and breadth. They can move on their own. Yeah. Um, for instance, the school here, they'll accelerate them in math. So no matter where, how old they are, if they're in grade three, but they're doing grade six math, they can go into the grade six classroom for math, which is great. Yeah. But for the other uh, subjects, it was from what we were talking about. So I didn't go super into depth because we kind of were like, okay, that's not really what we're looking for. Um, yeah. It's 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 more they just are expected to come up with their own project in order to propel them along the way. They don't actually get to go in the other classroom oh. for that subject. And so my kid's a science kid. Yeah. And his – and I mean, his English and well, stuff. Well, like, like, who is, like, coming up with their own projects at six, seven, eight years old? You know what I mean? Much <laughs> from them, in my opinion. Like, I love the independent like, Okay, learning. you're smart and you're, you know, highly intelligent, but, like, also you're a six-year-old. <laughs> you, he, I don't expect him to get his own food from the pantry. Right. I need to feed him. It's yeah. the same with his brain. Like, I feel like yeah. he needs some yeah. – and he does teach himself. Yeah. An amazing amount. And like what a bummer time. because like, yeah, the world's not all math. No. <laughs> There's so much more. And yeah. so so we just decided to keep going on. And now we're at the point where, I mean, he's doing a full-on sixth grade curriculum this year. Yeah. Uh, so there's there's no looking back at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're not going to put him in a – I would never put him in a classroom with sixth, sixth graders. graders. I know. Um, Which is like huge, like developmentally. That's that's giant. Different places, yeah. It's totally giant stuff. Yeah. So I mean, and he likes it. It yeah. gives him enough flexibility that he can. He has time to explore what he does want to explore. Yeah. But then there's also you know okay let's sit down and learn this and discover something new. So yeah, it's constantly keeping him his brain working because I think it's oh, a like a day in the life of like his schooling look like um so we're pretty laid back yeah and we get up which is not the kind of the nice part about homeschooling it is really nice it's it's dangerous yeah. um <laughs> because like it's like one o'clock and you're still in your pjs and you're like crap we better get something done today we gotta do something <laughs> but uh yeah so we'll we'll uh we'll usually start by, you know, snuggling on the couch and we'll read a chapter book together. Um, then we'll do some math. Um, 
we have a variety of things that we do for math to keep him interested. I have like a curriculum and then he'll, he, there's some online programs he likes. Um, I think he actually has a math contest today that he's going to do. So yeah, that'll be his math today. Um, and then we'll and it's use, not like online. Yeah. So there's a, an online math contest that he did. He started doing last year. It's called caribou tests. Yeah. They do them in the public schools too. Um, yeah. but you can do them online if you're a homeschooler too. So he loves them. Yeah. They're really fun. And then, uh, I guess if that's your thing. Does he, does he win these contests every time? He doesn't wait. He does well. Yeah. He does, he does really well. We bump him up. So this, yeah. he's, he'll be doing so great like, yeah. tests. Yeah. 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 We don't or like a challenge. Exactly. Um, because I just, I, I, I want him to like, it's bad, but like, I don't want him to win all the time. Yeah. I want well, him to get because down then it's guys. like, yeah, it's kind of like discouraging then. Like, right. I, want I know to, everything and then you kind of get that complex. Exactly. Yeah. And and that's a huge thing that we're working against in the perfectionism of yeah. expecting that he has to do perfect or get 100%. And like I'm like one of those people who's like if you get like 75 to 80 that tells me that you're you're getting it, but there's yeah. still more to learn and yeah. I think that's a comfortable area that I want him to be. Like I don't if he's getting 95s all the time then He's not learning, and the I like point this is for perspective as like a parent of like a typical child who's not gifted. You know what I mean? I think like all of us are kind of guilty of that, though, where we of wanting them to get yeah. all the A's all the you time. But if they're getting well. the A's all the time, yeah. they're not learning. And what's I don't know to me what's the point? Like I was those that straight A student that was like, oh, if I don't get an A, like no, that means you're learning, and I don't want him to have yeah. that pressure. And I don't think any kid should have that pressure. Like it's a really good point. I like that. I need to hear that. <laughs> I think we all need to hear that. Because oh, I just think like, you know, and as moms, like we put so much pressure on ourselves that like, oh my gosh, my kid's falling behind or they're not getting the good grades or they're not making, you know, the soccer team because we weren't practicing enough. You know, like we're just so crazy and like, cool it. Right. <laughs> cool it, it. It's so weird to me because I mean, I think we expect all kids to excel in academics because- right. Yeah, we all need to know how to read. We all need to know how to do some math. (laughs) But that doesn't mean we all need to grow up and be mathematicians. True. We don't expect – if we enroll our kid in swimming lessons, we just don't want them to drown. We don't expect them to be Michael Phelps. So that's really true. Like, yeah. and so there's this huge thing in the in the gifted community about saying like, oh, if your kid was excelling at sports, you'd be able to brag about it, but you can't brag about your kid doing the math test. And it's like because we've set ourselves up in the society where we expect everyone to be able to do math and everyone to be able to write these dissertations yeah. on. You no, know, like everyone has yeah. their own strengths, and everyone yeah. should be able to celebrate their strengths. And at the end of the day, what's important is that we're learning. Yeah. No, I love that. Just learn I totally agree. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind so, of so he does his so we math. Does math. And then we'll do we'll probably have a snack. We'll do a little bit of science. Yeah. We'll have lunch. We'll go outside. Um, because I am big like we need yeah. to be outside and get fresh air. We do. <laughs> he'll practice his he does piano, so he'll practice piano at some point in there. Yeah. Um then we'll do maybe like some grammar or some writing um and we'll do a little bit of social studies right now we're doing world history yeah and then that's pretty much our day he has time that he can code or build lego oh my gosh yeah coding yeah lego that is so crazy yep so like when for gifted children 
I know that you said that he's kind of like a science kid and that's where, you know, he's interested. But when you're gifted, do you excel at all of these areas or is it like individualized as well? It's totally individualized. So there's that other common misconception. Does he have a subject that he struggles in? Um, So he's a very academic kid. So he's pretty, he's pretty well-rounded academically. Um, His, his, writing is definitely a lot different than his science and math. His science and math is definitely a lot stronger than his social studies and his English. Um, He's still really well-rounded for academics, but like, he's not a sport kid. Yeah. Like we have him in tennis lessons (laughs) and he's like the kid that's like, like daydreaming, you know, who, what's going on. And I think it's good for him to be in those types of things. Right. Yeah. And I think, we all have our strengths and yeah. weaknesses and it's totally normal for a kid to be, you know, an English kid and failing math or be a math kid and failing English. Like just because they're gifted doesn't mean they're good at everything. Yeah. And I think that that's important to kind of yeah. note. Yeah. Yeah. So does he have other friends or like peers that you engage him with that are like him? So we haven't really met a lot of other gifted kids. We tried to, um, you know, know, like other like communities. There are communities, so you can get together. And um, again, we're new here, so we're still meeting people. But there is a gifted community in Edmonton where we are right now, as far as I know. Um, We just have to get involved. Um, But back in Ontario where we were, it was a very like people would refuse to put their kids in the gifted program. Like yeah. even if they qualified, they were like, I'm not putting my kid in that. So it was a very different. That's very odd. Yeah. I know. Cause like you look at New York like, city I'm where they like fight to that. get their kids in. Yeah. Yeah. I have a lot of friends growing up. Like I, my mom didn't put me in the gifted program and I have yeah. friends who qualified for it, but her parents didn't want us in it. It's, what is like the reasoning for that? Um, well, my mom's reason was, which I kind of agree with, like we had just moved from the States. I had just lost my dad. I had just skipped a grade and then they wanted to pull me out of class once a week. And my mom was like, we'll just skip her another grade if she's capable of doing more. And they were like, no, no, that's too much. And she's like, look, you skipped her one grade. She's fine. She dances with kids who are like six years older than her. Cause in dance and sports, they don't, they're like, you're able yeah. will be with these kids. So my mom's thing was, why are you forcing her to stay in this grade and you're going to pull her out once a week? But in a lot of people just think it's it's an elitist program. And yeah. they, yeah, so they don't, they're like, <laughs> oh, I don't want my kid to be one of those. Mr. High and Mighty. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And yeah. I think you don't do a very good job of explaining why it could be a good thing. Yeah. There's the misconception of they're smart, they're fine, they'll be fine if they're smart. Um, we don't really talk about the differences yeah. and the way their brain is developing so much different than uh, – it's a special need. It's like any other special need. It's good yeah. for them to have peers. It's good for them to be with people of all different sorts. But it's also really reassuring to meet someone else and be like, oh, your brain works like mine. Yeah. I mean, I I think like we all need like our friends that look different than us and our friends that look the same as us. And I think it's okay. Like, you know, it's good to have both. And it makes you feel not so alone. You know what I mean? 
And I think especially when they hit those like middle school years where they're yeah. like, everyone doesn't understand me. <laughs> Whoa. No one's ever had a bad day before. I think it's so important for them to have, you know, okay, there is someone out there who likes the same who thing gets that it. I am. And, yeah. 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 But it's hard. So what is it like being the parent of the gifted child? Is it isolating? Is it scary? Is it wonderful and marvelous to watch all these like incredible milestones or a mix of all of it? (laughs) I'm really fortunate that I have a really good close-knit group of friends who, I mean, my friend is uh, is a has her psychology degree. She works with yeah. children who have autism. She was the one who pointed out to me that, hey, your kid's gifted. And I was like, yeah, he's a baby. No, he's just smart. Like she, yeah. And so they're awesome because giftedness can be really isolated when isolating when you can't share the cool things that your kid is doing. Because that's – and that's with anything. Like if your kid yeah. is doing something at a time that's different than other people, you – you don't really get to share like, oh, they learned to tie their shoes today because either no one's doing that yet and it's weird or everyone's already done that and they're past that and you just feel yeah. like, okay, yeah. but that was a big thing for us. Yeah, yeah. And they so, should be celebrated. And, yeah. No matter what. So yeah. that can be the isolating part and not having, you know, for him having trouble finding kids that are not going to think that he's a little weird. But (laughs) whatever, we figure it out. Um, But it's mostly it's exhausting because his brain never (laughs) shuts off. He'll be like, here I am, and ask me these questions. I'll be like, oh, God, I'm not running. Go ask Alexa. I can't do it anymore. (laughs) You need to get him the Alexa. (laughs) Oh, gosh. But half the time she's like, starts reading a Wikipedia entry and then he's like, well, I want to look that up in a book now. And I'm like, no, let's just sleep. <laughs> so, and, and to like, he does not sleep from like day one. He And that yeah. was actually why we started realizing that he was gifted is because he didn't sleep and he didn't nap. And like his even- His brain just does not shut off. No. And yeah. it, he would get himself so- overworked and overtired because he would just want to take everything in and we're like you're a little baby you need sleep but even now (laughs) like he'll sleep like eight hours and be like good to go which is hard because I need nine so yeah yeah well now he's probably getting to the age where it's like okay you just you're not allowed to wake mom up until this time yeah go read go put a show on like whatever you gotta do exactly (laughs) I know once they hit that point it's a it's game great. changer. It really I is. And like even I the can... nine-year-old and then the two toddlers. So like. Oh, man. My nine-year-old sleeps. Yes. <laughs> like you're my great. favorite child right now. <laughs> Whoever sleeps is the best one. 100%. Yeah. 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 Well, Tiffany, I just, I find like your story just so inspiring and so cool. And just like the way that you're juggling it all, you know, is amazing. Yeah. You do what you got to do, right? You do, you know. What and you I got to do that's being a mom. I, just being I know, and I and it's kind of neat, like talking to different moms on here because I feel like that's kind of everybody's like mantra. It's like I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but I figure it out. We just do it. And exactly. Like moms, seriously, are like the fiercest creatures. They're amazing. They're so cool. <laughs> You don't appreciate being a mom until you are a mom, and you're like, I know. Oh, moms are. You're calling up your mom, like. 
Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty, Tiffany. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Cheers to your homeschooling. Cheers to gifted children. And thank you for sharing your story. Thank you so much for having me. It was great speaking with you. Did you enjoy this episode? Be sure to leave a five-star rating and review. And be sure to tell your friends. You can find Tiffany on her blog at lifeattiffany's.com. And you can find her on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Life at Tiffany's. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Mimosas with Moms. And you can email me at the number 2 mimosamoms at gmail.com.